What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect Podcast Show. My name is Paul Verzi. Today is Saturday, November 24th, 2012, and you guys are listening to episode number 87. I hope uh, you are all doing good. I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Got a great episode for you guys um, today. Not that I would tell you I had a mediocre one if I did. I probably would. But, um, no, I want to talk about Thanksgiving. I want to talk about uh, some uh, some uh, previous gigs, upcoming gigs, all that stuff. Uh, Black Friday, I got to shred that apart for a little while. And um, we'll just get into it. We got to talk about the debacle that is the New York Jets, what's going on in, in sports. And uh, it's just going to be another fun-filled Really, just a uh, just a nice traditional Verzi Effect podcast number eighty seven. So, sit back, relax. If you are in the car, on the treadmill, those are my two go tos. In the car, on the treadmill. I don't know why. There's probably so many people that listen to this in other, you know, ways than than you know being in the car on a treadmill. But I, I just picture some just fat bastard with sweat coming off of his brow. Just like breathing heavy, getting into listening to my podcast, which I don't know. I find it funny, so I'm sticking with it. Uh, if you could hear in my voice, I am getting better. Now here comes a cough. Jesus, right when I said that. <coughs> Excuse me. But I am getting better. Uh, it's been a while, man. It's been like two weeks with this bad damn cold. Everybody getting it 60 degrees, then 20 degrees, and it's killing me. I'm actually going to go to the doctor and just knock out with some medicine just to make sure. But... Um, Feeling a little better. Tired, of course, with the kids. But uh, here we go. Let's get into this. And if you missed last week's um, the TVE podcast show is now sponsored by Butterfly Radio. Butterfly Radio. Download the app today for free on your iPhone. Any iPhone in the world can download Butterfly Radio. Uh, Butterfly Radio is an amazing uh, app because basically... It allows you to, through your phone, like audio, you could talk You could talk to your favorite podcast. So you go to Butterfly Radio, you see what podcasts are on there, you click on it, and up to five minutes on, on your phone, you can talk and send a, an audio message. Uh, and it's great. And then uh, they could respond back to you with the audio. And it's a free app to download. And if you register, you know, not just downloading the app, but if you register um, on Butterfly Radio... It allows you to put up your own pictures and have your own podcast. So you can record your own podcast with pictures. Uh, you could have a regular hour podcast from the computer. You could do a shorter version of it uh, on your phone. And it's just all friendly, everything for podcasts. So really, if you're listening to my podcast and you like my podcast and you have an iPhone, not downloading Butterfly Radio, the free app, is ridiculous. It, it would borderline upset me if I found out who you were and you didn't do it. Do it or stop listening, asshole. No, I'm just kidding. I don't want to take it that far. But look, download the free app, Butterfly Radio, okay? And I'm telling you, not because they're sponsoring it, because it makes sense. You could go there, you could click on it, you could send me an audio thing, and then I will get back to you on that. Um, 
But my stupid phone, I'm having all these issues, you know. I'm telling people to download a free app, and I'm having issues with my iPhone. So I'm actually taking it to the Apple Store uh, today or tomorrow, and I am going to see what the I don't know if I have too much storage or whatever. But um, anyway, it's a great app for anybody with uh, with an iPhone. So Butterfly Radio, please do that. And if you want to shoot the shit and talk about something, it allows you to have your own channel if you register on ButterflyRadio.com. Put up your pictures, talk about whatever you want, and that's that. It would be your podcast too, so that's how it works. Uh, sponsored by Butterfly Radio, check that out, and uh, grateful to have those guys aboard. Now, moving forward with the podcast, let's. Um, I first want to thank everybody for their um, for their kind words and um, you know amazing night opening for Bill Burr at Southern Connecticut State University, and it was kind of bittersweet because. Like I said, I mean, me and Bill only get to work together a few times, you know, uh, a handful of times a year, and that was pretty much like the last one, and we had such a good time, and we had such a good time at these ball games and performing together, but it was a great time, and I got to tell you, any comedian listening to this, if you ever see or hear of your, any representation or anybody trying to get you a show at Southern Connecticut State University, you have to take the gig. It is seriously, I think it's the Lehman Center or the Lehman Performing Arts Center, wherever it is, it's about 1,550 people. Oh my God, probably one of the most intimate and nice 1,500 seat theaters you could be in. The stage like had this like round part that came out so you could kind of walk out even closer to the crowd. And um, I'm not going to lie, man, I had such a blast on that stage and and so did Bill, and it was just such a great time, and I mean, it's a really big venue, I mean, so many, like, huge politicians and and, and public speakers have done it, Uh, Sinbad recently did it, Bill Cosby did it, Um, it's just a great, great, you know, and it's it's right near the, you know, it's in New Haven, which isn't the greatest of neighborhoods, but it's it's around, like, the college campus, and and where all, like, the college stuff is, so it's really not that bad, Yale is right near there, Um, there's definitely shady areas in New Haven, I'm not gonna lie, but, Southern Connecticut State University, man, perform at that Lehman Center if you ever can get on it because it it, it was, I'm not going to lie, it was one of my favorites, man, and I've been to a lot of, you know, a lot of big venues, um, luckily over the past, you know, few years, I've been fortunate enough to do that and see those rooms and, and perform in front of those, you know, big crowds, but this one is... Um, Really awesome. So go on a computer and just look it up. I mean, I don't know if the pictures are going to do it any justice, but it's like you walk out there and it's like almost like like a half circle pointed right at you at the stage. And then the stage, like I said, has that like kind of bubble or circle that comes out so you could walk further out. But just just great, smart, um, smart crowd. It wasn't all students. It was open to the public. So it was a mixture of student, you know, college kids and and, you know, people who have graduated, just just people from the community. And it was awesome, you know. Um, I was able to do something which really made me happy on on stage there, um, you know. As I'm preparing to record my 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 debut comedy album, uh, which I believe is going to be called "Let Me uh, Let Me Tell You Something." I I think that that's going to be the name. Let me tell you something. But as I'm trying to, you know, really <clears throat> excuse me, close it out. As far as knowing exactly what material I'm going to record this on. And, you know, we're going to pick the venue. And this thing's going to be hopefully done by early, um, you know, 2013. Uh, I, I'm doing a piece. I'm talking about something about um, how I got arrested. When I got arrested in college 
for um, getting naked. And I got I got arrested in college. I was I got naked in an emergency room. I was like starting to black out drunk, and my buddy dragged me there because he broke his finger. And uh, we were at this party, and he broke his finger and like dragged me out to the hospital with him. And um, long story short, I mean, it'll be on the album. Hopefully, I'm working on it. But you know, I just basically lost my mind um, in this emergency room. And um, kind of blacked out, got naked, got arrested. And um, it's just a story that I just started to tell. It's brand new. And it, it's starting to really click and work. And I'm finding the funny throughout. And it's a pretty long piece. And um, I don't know why I had the balls or I did this. But I was just like, fuck it, I didn't care. Because I'm like, I need to grow and I need to get this thing out. But I was performing um, at Southern Connecticut and, you know, there's all these people there, and I only did it one other time. When I headlined at Levity, I did it. I tried it at Levity, and it worked out. So then uh, I did it at Southern Connecticut, and to be honest, I don't think I did it as good as the first time I ever did it, but it helped me really know, and now I've done it like four times, but that was so cool to be in front of that many people and just kind of let go of the handlebars and just tell this story about, you know, that and, and finding the funny in it. It was awesome. Did another new joke there. It was awesome. So just a great time. So thank everybody. And there was a lot of people there, a lot of kind words and everything. So thank you. And, and to all the new uh, Twitter followers and everything, man, I, I really appreciate uh, really appreciate the support and, and everything. So, so thank you again. Now, moving on to Thanksgiving. I hope all of you guys, all of the Verzi Effect podcast listeners, I hope you all had a, an amazing Thanksgiving um, and you just enjoyed your day with your family. Me, uh, my day was good. My day was definitely tiring though. Uh, usually how it works is my wife and I, we basically switch every other year with each other's families. And, uh, this year was, uh, my, uh, sipping water here one second. This year was my, um, my mother, uh, my mother was going to do something this year and it was my family's turn, but um, unfortunately, uh, Stacy's grandmother has, you know, run into some health issues and, uh, they were doing something in New Hampshire and like all of Stacy's aunts and uncles, they were all getting together. So, uh, we ended up doing that. So we drove to New Hampshire in the morning, which is about three hours and 20 minutes and we spent the day there. And the only thing that sucked was we had to drive back that night or we chose to drive back that night just to be home. Cause I had to work the next day. So you know, almost seven hours in the car on Thanksgiving isn't ideal. I will say this. The food was good. We had a good time. But I'm going to be honest with you. Being around people that you can't be like, ah, you fucking asshole. Not, I, not, that, I, not that I want to call my family asshole. But what I'm saying is being around people that you, it just sucks when you can't really, really unwind 100%. You know what I mean? And I'm sure the people listening to this had to deal with the same thing. It's not that you don't have a good time. And it's not that you don't like the people. It, it, it has nothing to do with that. You could, These people can be people that you really enjoy hanging with. And, and, and my, my wife's uncles are hilarious. And they, you know, they drink. We were throwing the football out back. But you still can't like... I just fully open up the way that you want to, which is fine because you shouldn't all the time and you shouldn't always. But it was just one of those deals where, I don't know. I just, as I'm getting older, I'm realizing, you know what, man, when, when we buy a, uh, you know, a, a big house somewhere in the woods here uh, where I like to be, I just want to have it at my house every year. 
You know, I feel like I've done it too much. I've traveled too much on, on holidays. Parents got divorced, had to deal with fucking going here, going there, pleasing everybody, and it's horse shit. You know what I mean? I just wanted to be like, you know something? I did that shit my whole life, and now it's time for you fucking people to get in the car and come to my fucking house. All right? Come to my house, the stuffing. And, everything. and another thing, though, this is one thing that I really am pissed off about. Okay, I think I'm, I might have mentioned this on a podcast before. If if I did, I apologize. But the new listeners, um, and we know there's many. Yes, there is. We have a lot of new listeners here, which I'm very grateful for. But I don't know if you've ever heard me complain about this. Okay, and I'm trying to eat good. I'm eating better now. Okay. Oh, and I got to get into that too. How I ate and the portions. All right. I'm gonna talk to you fatties in a second. But listen, I don't eat it all the time. And I don't even like to eat it all the time. But occasionally, if you come across a good one, like if I go to like, what's it called? The Dinosaur Barbecue in Syracuse. I got to get the macaroni and cheese. My wife's family has this fucking rule that annoys the shit out of me. Where it's like, everything they eat on Thanksgiving has to be traditional. You know, it's like, it's like oh, well, well, on their side. Not my, my, you know, my family will do whatever. But they have this thing where... I made a comment once and I was like, you know, somebody needs to get like a really good macaroni and cheese recipe for Thanksgiving. And fuck what the pilgrims had. If the pilgrims knew what they were doing with food, they would have had fucking Italian food there. You know what I mean? So I don't care. Oh, well, it's traditional. No, it's just what they had there. So we could, you could make it better. You just make it like what the pilgrims would do on steroids. That's what you do. I don't give a shit about like, oh, well, the pilgrims had a fuck. The pilgrims didn't know what the fuck they were doing. You know, they made they made the best with what they had. But, like, just because that shit doesn't mean, like, we can't, you, you know, overdo it or, or get other new stuff. So I said, why don't, why doesn't somebody come up with, like, a sick and insane macaroni and cheese recipe? They're like, no, no, yeah, you can't. It's Thanksgiving. You can't have macaroni. There's no macaroni and cheese at Thanksgiving. So fuck it. Here's what I'm going to do. When... Thanksgiving is at my house. There will be macaroni and cheese. Okay, I will make it if I have to. But I will make macaroni and cheese at my Thanksgiving. Okay? You can still have the traditional shit. Doesn't matter. You could have cranberry sauce. You could have stuffing. You could have how many ever how many stuffings you want. You could have turkey. Okay, you can have the, you know, turducken. That's something people are doing. We made a clip about that. Um, I don't know if you guys saw. I did a clip on uh, Thrillist uh, where I was actually roasting a, a turkey on stage. It was it was really a funny afternoon what we did. But anyway, uh, yeah, you people make they you know they debone the turkey, then they put stuffing in it, then they put um, a duck on top of that, and then they put stuffing on top of the duck, and then they put a chicken on top of that, and they tie it all up and they roast it, and it's called turducken. That's cool. Do that. Or get regular turkey. Whatever you want to do. <coughs> I just don't understand. I just don't understand why people can't get a little fucking creative here. I don't understand that. There had to be some fucking fat pilgrim just fucking sweating like hoping something else was coming out. Like looking around in the woods. Just just looking around like, dude, what the fuck, man? Can we can, stop with the turkey legs, man? Can somebody make lasagna? There had to be one guy that was like... Like the, I don't know, Mario Batali or one of these fucking iron chefs of the pilgrims. There had to be somebody that was just thinking about putting extra spices. There had to be one of those guys. That's how food evolved. I, why not? 
Why not? I don't get it. Make make whatever you want. And I got pissed like, oh, you can't have you can't have macaroni and cheese. You fucking crazy? Macaroni and cheese can't happen. Like you would have thought I said, hey, listen, let's fucking uh what do you think about roasting some snake? Have some roasted sn-. like I'm not saying anything nuts. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying, hey, let's mix in some sushi on fucking Thanksgiving. No. Macaroni and cheese is American. Macaroni and cheese is fine. It's just, you know, I don't know. So that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing, man. And if you guys have any good macaroni and cheese recipes, let me know. Just load it up with some shit, man. Like, you know. And I, and I'm trying to eat good, so I wouldn't eat it now. But like on an occasion, do it. There should be no rules to this shit. It's family getting together eating. Speaking of that, though, um, two years in a row now, I have not been a glutton. I have not overdone it. I listen to people, oh, it was disgusting what I did. I just sat there. I couldn't even move. I don't do that anymore. I'm done with that. Last year, I took little portions of everything, and it was delicious. It left me wanting more. I didn't feel like a fat fuck. I didn't fall asleep. This year, I did have seconds, but it was like a little bit of seconds, okay? And I was really like kind of smart. And, and, you know, just conservative with my desserts. I did good. I did good again. And I felt good. I didn't feel like a fat mess. Um, I, I drank a beer. I, did, I, drank, I drank like two beers and I had a little wine. So I'll run those beers off when I play basketball on Monday. But other than that, I was kind of happy with, with everything. It's just I just want to un, un, unwind and, and be... You know, not around people that, and and I know, and you know, if it comes across selfish, like I said, I I enjoyed it. I mean, I was, when my wife said to me, hey, you know, my grandmother is, you know, in rough shape and maybe we should go to, you know, New Hampshire. I think that that would be nice. Everyone's getting together. Yeah, absolutely. There's no promise. That's your family. I'm with you. I'm I'm, I'm 100% with you on that. But it does have that, like, it does come a time where you're just like, you know something, I can't wait for the time where it's me and my family and people come to us. That's what I'm waiting for. Uh, so the, the food was good. We were sitting there and like, I feel like if I wasn't with other people, like I would have been able to put money on the football games and like scream at the TV and have a good time. You know, like a guy drops a pass. You're like, ah, oh, you fuck, you lazy fuck. Look at, you know, like you want to do that. You want to do that. Instead, you're just kind of like sitting there and everyone's in fucking stupid flannels. You know, I had a button down with a sweater over it. I'm not going to lie, I look good. This shit was like burgundy or, or like some kind of purplish kind of color. But, you know, you always overdo the colors on the holidays. But you're just sitting there and, and, and you can't, you just can't be like, I don't know. You know, you just can't fully be yourself and, and, and I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that. And I hope everybody had a good one. And for you fat people who gorged yourself, man, and just like, just as full gluttony, try just one year, just try. No matter how good it is, oh, you know, but the food is so good, I can't, you know, it's, it's so funny, there's so much, we're so fat in this country, this is America, you can have a t- Thanksgiving dinner every fucking night of the week if you want it, you really could, like, this is just a time where people get together as family, but you could make all that shit the next day, so there's not like, oh, it's just too good, no, it's just because you're there, it's almost like... It's just just because it's laying there in front of you and everyone's there in tra- tra- a tradition. It's almost like a tradition to fucking just be a fat mess. Doesn't make any sense. Try it. I'm telling you. Do yourself a favor. Just take the one piece of bread, 
Take a couple slices of turkey, a little pinch of this, a little pinch of that. You'll get full. Enjoy it. Sip a little wine and let it go. And then go walk away. And then wait a little bit, like an hour or two for dessert. Have like one piece of pie and do that. And just tell yourself, I'm done. And I'm telling you, it's it's better. It's better. It's like quality over quantity. You know, I would rather have a little bit of amazing sushi than a lot of shitty sushi instead of just doing it because you could do it like those places like 20 bucks all you could eat sushi you know those fish are fucked up I'm telling you those are like the fucked up fish when you have $20 all you could eat sushi you're not getting the shit that you get at an insane restaurant somewhere that like specializes in in sushi like that's amazing you know, when the tuna is like purple, it almost looks blue. And you're just like, holy shit, this is sick. Then you go to those other things and it looks like a pink. It looks like a fucking tongue. It looks like a fake tongue from one of those prop places. And you're just fucking chewing it like a... Oh, it's the worst. Nothing worse than bad sushi. Nothing worse. That place in New Orleans, if you guys ever go, that place... Uh, Rock and Saki or some shit? I don't know, man. Just look up Rock and something. I forgot, but... I mean, how many rockin' somethings are going to be a sushi place in downtown New Orleans? You got to check that shit out. That was amazing. But I had a great, I had a great uh, time. I just, I just got exhausted because I had to come home, drove home from New Hampshire. Um, and you know what sucks when you drive that long? And people are like, you sure you don't want me to drive? You're like, no, I'm not going to make my fuck. I'm not going to make my wife drive. You don't do that. And they always said they know, they know you're not going to fucking do it. You know, what kind of a dick? Like, I, I just wouldn't, I gotta be honest, I just, I don't even know if I'd feel like a man if my wife was like, you know, I can drive. Like, if I got really drunk, that's one thing, but like, if I was just like, yeah, you mind, honey, I wanna like lay there. Just like, shame on you. Unacceptable for the week. Here we go. Unacceptable for the week. A grown man making his wife, a so, like sober, like, like he can do it, but he just doesn't feel like it. Sitting his fat ass in the passenger seat, trying to get cozy and close his eyes while his fucking wife drives with kids in the car. Unacceptable for the week. I was exhausted. I was telling my wife, no, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm on the fucking highway with the family in the car, like, fighting sleep. You know, but you do it. You're a fucking man. It's, 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 it's Thanksgiving night. You're in the car with your family. You do it. It doesn't matter. Put the music on. Put the window down. I don't, I don't give a shit what you have to do. You do it because you're the man. Like, I couldn't do it. But I should have fucked with her. I should have just been like, yeah, you know what? You want you drive. Why don't you do that three and a half hour drive? I'll, I'll sit in the back. But here's what sucked about it. Once I was like, no, I'm definitely driving. I got it. And she's like, oh, you know, you had a couple of beers. You had some wine. And I'm like, no, I worked out the hours. I'm great at that. I did the DU. I got a DUI when I was 21. I know the math. <laughs> I know how to I know how to do this. I can uh, manipulate this time. My, I know what my liver can process and what it can't in a certain amount of time. So here's what sucked up. We get in the car. My mother-in-law is in the back with the two kids. She's got her fucking iPad playing games. You see the light from the fucking Apple product in her face, and she's just looking down at it, having a great time, doing all kinds of shit. Hopefully downloading Butterfly Radio. Bam! You know, she's doing that shit in the back. My wife is in the front passenger seat. She's playing gems with friends or whatever the fuck she's doing. She's having a good old time. My son and daughter are back there snoring. And I'm just staring at cars in front of me going, Ah, oh, well, only only two hours and 46 minutes left. 
at fucking 9 o'clock at night. This is awesome. Missing the game, which turned out to be an absolute debacle, which we will get to. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Three touchdowns in 52 or 58 seconds. It's It's unbelievable. That Jets game was like a Mike Tyson fight in the 80s. You get psyched up, you're ready to go, and then all of a sudden Michael Spinks is on the ground in a minute and a half, and the fight's over, and you just paid $55 or whatever it is on pay-per-view. That's what that Jets game was versus the Patriots. Oh, it was an absolute joke. I fucking murdered. Slaughtered. And then that leads us to Black Friday. Where are you, Black Friday people? I know you're listening. <coughs> There's got to be a couple of you listening. Here's my problem. I'm not going to sit here and trash you and say, hey, you're a moron. That's retarded. I, you know what? People need, and, and I'm not even joking here. I'm not even trying to be sarcastic. People who are struggling with money, it's a tough time. The economy's rough. I get it. They want to do the best they can for their kids and their families. They go out. They try to save whatever. Here's what I'm hearing, though. First of all, can't they just like mark up or mark down prices to make it kind of look like it's a really good sale when it's not, number one? And number two, is the sale enough to go through what you have to go through? They were opening stores at 8 o'clock at night, the night before. So Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving, they were opening Toys R Us at 8 o'clock and all these places open up 8 o'clock at night. Okay, until like 3 or 4 in the morning the next day, and then they take a couple hour break, and then they open up again, and it's a frenzy. People online all fucking night. Here's my thing. Is the sale worth it? I don't understand. That's the part. Because it's like, okay, you just had a long Thanksgiving. A long day. And any Thanksgiving that's worth talking about, or any real Thanksgiving, is long. Okay, because you wake up, and you're either the one cooking all day for people, or... You go somewhere and you eat all day and you sit down and it's tiring. You're having conversations with people. You're sitting there, you're drinking wine and then you're drinking this and then you're, you're, you know, you're eating this and then dessert comes out and then sometimes people have to drive, like all kinds of shit like that. So you have this amazing big family feast and all that shit and then you're like, all right, look, we're going to save some money. So I'm going to leave the fucking house at 9 or 10 at night and go wait online somewhere or 8 at night, whatever, and go wait online somewhere to get, what, 10, 20, or let's say 30% off of something. Some places say 40 or 50%. I can't buy that. There's a mark, something with the pricing. I don't know about that. Someone told me that they waited, and then I saw somebody say they got like 10% off, and it's like, is it worth doing that to your body? Staying up till three for going out, people waiting on fucking line, getting in the car, it's all cold out and shit, to save a couple, I just don't get it. It's like sleeping, and your kid should be cool enough to understand that. I would tell my three and a half year old son, I'd be like, look, you know daddy loves you, right? And I want to get that toy for you. Yeah, here's the deal, okay? Uh, I'm exhausted, okay? I'm, I'm really fucking tired right now. Okay, do you know what exhausted means? Yeah, do you know what it means? It means that I need to sleep or, or someone or something is going to get hurt. Uh, maybe myself. But here's the thing. I love you and I want to get you that toy and I could get it for really cheap. But I'm going to sleep in. Okay. And uh, that's it. Because I'm, I'm just fucking that tired. Oh, why? Maybe because 
you shit yourself a couple times today and pissed all over the bathroom? Yeah, and oh, and maybe because you guys were up at 6.45 in the morning screaming when everybody else on the planet was kind of resting comfortably under their warm blanket, snoring because that's what we do as humans to recharge our batteries. And for some reason, you kids just don't fucking get that. So you know what? Um, we'll wait for that present to be on sale after Christmas. And I would hope my son or daughter or your son or daughter would look at you in the face after you said that and go, all right, by the tone of that and by the way he looked in my face when he said that, I think he meant it. <laughs> that's what I, that's, <laughs> I, I just, I, I don't understand doing that. I don't. I don't understand waking up that early and waiting online for a little bit. Unless, look, there are certain situations out there, and and I'm I'm sensitive to. I'm trying to. I'm not trying to shit on you, but I mean everybody does it. Like everyone's waiting online. It just. I mean, I feel like this. I feel like you know go and get. I like last minute shopping because there's sales last minute shopping. I'm a last minute Christmas shopper. I'm like Christmas Eve, 7 p.m. shopping. Just knock it the fuck out. Just go in and just get everything. That's the way to do it. And there's going to be sales there. I guess what I'm saying is if there's something that you have to get on Black Friday because only on Black Friday it's going to be that cheap, I get that. But if you can wait and probably still get it on sale for maybe 10 or 15% or whatever difference, fuck it, sleep. Why don't people get sleeping? I don't I just I don't think enough people really get sleeping like the way that and maybe it's because of me because I need to fucking sleep, all right. I need to sleep. Fuck you. That's it. And I'm and and I'm a dick though because here's what I do. Here's why I'm a dick. Okay. Last night I did two shows in New York City, and uh, I hosted both shows. And I hosted the eight thirty. I hosted the the, the, the ten thirty. Was done a- after midnight. Had to wait to get paid. By the time I was like paid and getting ready to get out of there, I run all you know, hanging out with comics and friends of mine. Hey man, you want to do a quick drink? You want to have a quick drink? Man, let's get a quick, you know, quick whiskey, and we'll sit here and we'll drink like gentlemen and do all this shit. Uh, I had a buddy come out. Shout out to uh, Eric Mays. I don't know if he's listening to this or if he's gonna, but uh, a buddy of mine from uh, Under Armour. I met him out in Vegas when I was out there. He came out to the show uh, last night with his wife. And, um, you know, you run into people, hey, let's have a drink, you're talking to people, so my stupid ass has to drive 35, 40 minutes north to northern Westchester from Manhattan, I'm in like lower Manhattan, and I'm like, yeah, you know what, it's 1 o'clock in the morning, I worked all night, let's have a drink now, so then I get home really late, I go to bed, and then like a dick, I complain, like it's ridiculous, that's unacceptable, I'm, I'm an idiot sometimes, and I know that, but you can also chalk it up to like, that's the job I chose, and that's the work. You know, because you have a good time, man. You're doing jokes. You're telling new jokes. You're having fun, especially hosting. You're playing with the crowd. You're hanging out with your friends. You know, you're bringing your friends who are comedians up on stage, having a great time. You're not just going to get paid and just fucking run out. Plus, I knew my wife's sleeping. I know my kids are sleeping. So you get delusional. In your mind, you're like, oh, everyone's sleeping anyway. Why not have a drink? Here's why. Because you're taking away from your sleep, you dick. And then you complain about it on your fucking podcast the next day like it wasn't you who did it. I deserve everything I got today. I'm exhausted right now and I deserve it. And I got to go down to the city tonight. I'm doing an 11, 1130 spot down in the city tonight. And I'm exhausted. 
still sick and shit. I've been coughing for fucking three months. And it's 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 my fault. So I'm not going to sit here and complain to you people about that. But I will tell you this. Black Friday is on you. Black Friday is on you. Because Black Friday is not drinking a whiskey with friends. It's not. Drinking a whiskey with friends is the shit. Standing online at fucking Target at midnight is not. To fucking get some stupid PS, you know... And I don't understand. That's another thing I don't understand. This PlayStation, whatever the, the 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 portable, the new PlayStation portable, it's like with with iPads and and all kinds of shit like that. Like I know you, I know it's not playing a game and stuff, but just fucking do it on a big screen, man. It's fucking two, it's almost 2013. You got Xbox, you got all kinds of, you got Wii, you got Connects. You could fucking be the video game. Like people are lining up to get a fucking like. Game Boy on steroids. Doesn't make sense to me. It's a fucking three-inch screen, four-inch screen. <clears throat> oh, man, I can't wait. I need, like, an inhaler or something. I need steroids. That's what I need. I'm just going to tell my doctor. and be like, look, I've been coughing. Just jack me up, whatever you got. I won't drink. Just give me the fucking inhaler. Give me the disc inhaler. Give me, like, like zithromat. I want everything. I want the fucking Z-pack. I'll, I'll take a backpack at this point. I want to stop coughing. Because it's like, even when you get better, you're still coughing. And everyone's doing it. Everyone in my family's coughing and shit. You see people down the street coughing. It sucks. Alright, what else do we have here? What else is going on? Um, we got to get into some sports now. Here we go. I got to talk about the Knicks. I got to talk about the Jets being done. The Cowboys being done. And, um, alright, so, anyway... Oh, speaking of sports, I got to talk about this first because this sucked. It sucked because it happened pretty much right after my 34th birthday. I'm sorry. Did I say that? I meant 28th birthday, which was on the 11th. But I play basketball on Monday nights like I've mentioned before. And I was I was concerned with my health. I'm like, man, you know, it's full court. I'm going to be running up and down the court with these dudes and... More and more people are starting to show up because, like, softball and all that stuff is over with. So now more and more guys are showing up. We get good runs, full court, everything. And I'm like, man, I've been coughing. I've been, you know, kind of just, you know, out of it and tired. Am I going to have the stamina? Am I going to be able to run? So I get to the gym and start playing in the first game. And, you know, I just, the game wasn't as fluent to me at the moment just because I was out of it for a while you know and then all of a sudden I start to get it and I start to get it and then in the second game we played I hit three three three-pointers in a row and I was just on fire I was making the passes the game I was seeing the game I was seeing the floor running the point doing my thing having a good time and I'm like all right and I was like you know I was sweating out the cold I was feeling really good and then I go up for a rebound or I come down with a rebound, and I just noticed that something like kind of pulled in my left calf. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's kind of weird. You know, it wasn't really bad at the time. So I start to go down the court, and it was burning and burning and hurting. And I was like, all right, man, something's not right here. So uh, there were subs. There were dudes waiting. So I called one of them into the game, went to the side, and, like, I couldn't walk. Like, I started to walk. I tried to light jog and almost collapsed. And when I walked, I just had this burn. So I'm like, all right, I either tore something or this is the worst pull ever. Now, what pissed me off was I actually consciously 
stretched my calves before I played. So I'm like, this is going to be fine. I was stretching on the shit was burning and stuff. And I was, I was feeling, I was like, this is good. I realized what happened with my sickness. I was dehydrated. So I wasn't drinking enough fluids or maybe even if I was drinking enough fluids for my sickness, I sure as hell wasn't drinking enough fluids to be out running around like a fucking asshole playing basketball. See, I'm my own worst enemy because then I'll complain about it. Be like, man, I'm so tired. And, and I'm sitting here, oh, don't, peep, don't, don't kids know about sleep. Sleep is the shit. And I'm out there doing, I'm out there trying to fucking do everything possible that I could do. Can I do anything else to make myself tired? Running around, traveling in the car, doing shows, taking care of the kids, and then staying up and drinking and playing basketball. Can I just fucking stop? No, I can't because I'm an idiot. That's probably why I got fucking walking pneumonia or something I got. I don't know what the fuck I got. Anyway, so my calf is burning like hell. And the guy's like, man, you got to elevate it, put ice on it, and something was just wrong. So I was like, no, no, I was trying to get back into the game. You know, it was the, the last game we played, and I, I was playing well, and I'm insanely competitive. So I wanted the team that I was on to win the next game because the game that I was, you know, the, the first game, uh, we won. And I started hitting my shots, and I, everything was good. And then so I threw myself, I got myself back into the game, and I started bringing the ball up. And I couldn't do it. I just, it was like the, one of the only times in my life where I just, I, I couldn't, I had to just like say, that's it. Time out, I'm out. I can't. So this is, that was on Monday. I could walk on it fast now and I could light jog on it. I've been stretching it and hopefully Monday I'll be back because <laughs> I want to go back. I definitely want to uh, play on Monday and do it, but that shit burned, and I know that I didn't tear anything because it's getting better, and like each day is progressing, but that's how you know, holy shit, man. If I was 24 years old, that was nothing. You know, if you're 24 years old, you could fall down, die, and then like be in the next play. Like you just, it's, it's ridiculous. And my daughter is six months old, and she can grab her foot. And just like start biting her own toes. It's just amazing. You just see. How many people listening to this right now could lift their legs even fucking up but past their waist? You can't do it. It sucks, man. It does suck. And everybody told me they were like, when you turn 30. And I'm like, not me. Right? It's always not you. It's always like, oh, you crazy? Not me. Yeah, right. Maybe your sex life is going to take a dive because you have kids and you're tired. Fuck that. Not me. I'll never be. I'll never. That's never going to be me. I'll be 35, you know, playing football, never getting hurt. Are you kidding me? Not me. I can throw a football 50. I got into an argument. How funny is this? I got into an argument with Bill Burr that I can throw a college football 50 yards and an NFL football 45 yards. And he said that I couldn't do it. <coughs> so um we're going to buy I have a I have an NFL football and I'm going to buy a college football and we're going to go to the field and do it. The thing is I think I can get in all honesty, I'm going to tell you guys. I think I could get the NFL football to 45 and I'm pretty sure I can get the college football to 45 because I've thrown a football 40 yards before. Here's the thing. I don't know if I can get the NFL football to 50 on the fly. So I'm going to have to really warm up the shoulder and put a little mustard on it. 
but I feel like I'll save face in my argument if I get at least a college ball to 45. Which I think is actually doable on a fly. If I get that right, like 45 college football in the air, that's definitely doable. I have a strong right arm. The, 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 the one that's going to fuck me with the bet is probably the NFL size football. Because it's all hands. Like you ever look at, like if you look at Troy Aikman or um, Brett Favre's hands, they're like fucking, they look like, it's like us, put, it's like putting your hand on, on a normal size bar of soap. They're just fucking throwing it. Like it's ridiculous. Troy Aikman's hands look he's got like cinder block fingers. It's fu- it, he it's ridiculous how big it is. And and that's why those guys can hurl. So I'm 5 foot 8 and I have a strong right arm, but my hand for a 5 foot I have I've the hands of a guy who's 5 foot fucking 8. But so our stupid asses are probably going to go out onto a field and stand there talking shit to each other and then just start launching footballs and I'm sure I'm going to pull something on my shoulder or rip something, go home in pain. My wife's going to be pissed off because we're going to have to go to the hospital because I'm sitting here trying to fuck, you know, almost in my mid-30s just fucking going to a high school football field just heaving footballs. But that's what you do. You stay young. It's fun. It's fun, man. You got to do that. You got to throw the ball around. You got to, you know, still talk shit play basketball, do all that. There's nothing worse than seeing somebody that you went to school with and they're just fat messes. You know what's funny though? You ever see somebody that's just a fat mess? You went to school with them. They just have kids. They got a big fucking gut. You, they totally threw in the towel. It's over their neck. You can't see where their chin and their fucking neck beginners start. You ever just think to yourself, you know what? I always knew I was better than that fucking guy. <laughs> uh, you're just like, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. There was just something about that guy's fucking... DNA when I saw him in high school that made me think I was better and you know what horrible aging and fat and bloating has proven me right hey I'm no fucking I'm no you know insane body guy or anything like that but you know something I'm keeping it off and and I'm gonna I still have about 12 to lose I always keep it in the range where like if I can lose you know 10, 15, 12 pounds, I'd be really where I want, but I never let it get more than that. I never need more than that. So uh, you just don't do you give me the wrap up? Yeah. What are you my producer? Yeah, come on, my wife just walked in and she looked and she did the like when a producer or a director rolls the hands. Um, we're gonna more driving. We're gonna go upstate and then I gotta drive to the city. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like I'm getting, I just want to be, I want to be in the shape I was at 25 years old and I want to be as thin, if not thinner, and I'm going to get there. going to get there. Don't hate fat people. I know you said, yeah, bullshit. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Don't bring your bullshit shittiness on me. Your weight problem and your fucking fat metabolism slowing down on me. Because you know people do that? It's the worst. You got those friends, they're just so negative, and they're like, well, you know, it's really hard. I mean, you, how are you going to do it? What, are you not going to drink beer? And it's like, yeah, I'm not going to drink beer. No, you can't do that. No, you can't do that, you fat mess. All right, so let's get into sports real quick, and then we will get into some plugs. We will wrap this up. All right. Um, the New York Knicks, after 10 games, were 8-2. and two. Can you really ask for more? I don't think you could ask for more. The New York Knicks are playing defense for the first time since the mid-90s. I can honestly say that. 
They they look like they want to win. They the veterans and somebody said something and I have to agree. They said Jason Kidd changed the dynamic of the team and he really did. Jason Kidd is a veteran. He's he. It's almost like you know a guy like Kidd won't take any other shit. For like he won't like be on somewhere that's just shitty. So um, it's awesome to see. They did get blown out last night. And the funniest thing, and I'm actually going to hang my hat on this and agree, is that my manager, Chris Italia, and I were watching the game from the office at the comedy club. And he's going, look at them. They're not playing good. You want to know why? And I'm like, why? He goes, they ate too much on Thanksgiving. And I just kind of started to laugh. And I was like, are you serious? He goes, look, look how lethargic they are. He goes, you know, they're feeling good. And I was like, yeah, you know what? They are feeling good. No, I said that. I go, yeah, they're feeling good about themselves. Because of their, you know, the great record so far. They're doing really well. So, you know, and they're all friends. And I heard that it's the most fun that these guys have had since college. And they're really close. And it's a close team. So, you know, they're together in Houston on Thanksgiving. And they probably were, you know, eating or or wherever they were. They probably ate and overdid it. Had a great time. And I was, and I was just, and you know, like Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony just had the look on his face. Like Carmelo Anthony, Ray Felton, and like kind of like the chubbier Knicks, they just had a look on their face like, yeah, I've been eating fucking turkey leftovers for the past 24 hours. Like they just had like mashed potato face, you know? And and everyone was on the perimeter just taking shots. Nobody was going into the paint playing. So I'll chalk it up to that, you know? Not, not that, you know, not that it's a, okay, but I'm just going to say, listen, you started out after your first 10 games, 8-2. and two. Now you're 8-3. and three. You got blown out the day after Thanksgiving. Let's regroup, okay? Hopefully they ran off all the fucking turkey and gravy and shit in that game, and they're going to, you know, kind of go on a run. You know what? Two games in a row to lose, it happens. They're 8-3 and three after 11. Let's keep it going. Let's nip this in the bud. Let's run the turkey off and do it. Can't say anything bad about the Knicks right now. Um, still, still really, really pleased with what they're doing. I'm psyched. I'm going to go. And on Monday, I hope they beat the Brooklyn uh, Nets. Or as I like to call them, the New Jersey Nets. Because let's be honest, that's what they are. Same New Jersey team, different black uniforms playing in Brooklyn. Uh, now we got to get to football. Oh, somebody said to me, somebody asked me on um, the Butterfly Radio. And um, I will respond with the audio thing when I, I got to figure the stupid Stupid shit out at Apple, but uh, somebody said on Butterfly Radio, what do I think about Amari coming back? You know, do you just try to get rid of Amari? Here, here's the thing, and here's my answer to that question. Um, Amari Stottlemyre was, was just paid too much money to say, fuck it, this isn't going to work, okay? And I understand that, okay? When the owner writes a check for $100 million to a guy... You have to let more play out. You know, uh, Carmelo Anthony and him probably can work out if it happens the right way. I mean, you got to understand something. Amari Stoudemire is an upgrade to whoever's at that position now. The thing is, even if he's an upgrade talent-wise, will the team still be as fluent? Will the team still be able to, you know, gel and have the chemistry together? Does Amari and Melo have issues? Because, you know, it went from Amari's team to Carmelo's team. You know, and I think that the combination of that and I think Amari, you know, losing his brother and all that stuff and, and the injuries, it's been rough. But now when Amari does come back, I think you got to give it its run. You got to see what happens. You know, when, put it this way. When you put that much money on the table for a guy, you have to see what happens. That's what I'll say. 
Okay, if it was if this was a little contract and maybe you could unload the guy, fine. It's not. This is a monster superstar contract. Basically, the guy of the team contract. Unfortunately, they did that again with Carmelo. So you got to see what happens. So that that would be my answer to that. Now, if it doesn't work, and you clearly see somebody's not happy, you clearly see that the Knicks are t- you know dig- digressing and and things are not working out. Then what you got to do is you got to really kind of sit down with the front office people, and you got to make the be- you got to do the best decision for the team. And if that means eating some money or whatever it is or, or however you got to do it, then you got to do it. But a guy of this caliber. Still still young, I would say. You know, Amari's not old yet. You can't call him old. Um, he is injury prone, but I think you got to come back and you got to see. Because remember, that game five in the playoffs last year, um, Amari went crazy and that was the one game that they won. And that was with Melo on the floor. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, okay. I just got to do this really quickly. The football game's on Thanksgiving. Um, you know, what can you say? Lions got fucked with that call. That was a really good game. So we'll just move on. Good, good game. Lions are always good. Lions are always good on on uh, Thanksgiving. They are, they always compete. It's a good game, even though they're out of it. Cowboys, Redskins. Cowboys are done, even though they made a late run. RG three man, and Stephen A. Smith called it. He goes, listen, I think that RG three and them are going to go in there and make a statement, and they really did. Romo just looks done. That that the Cowboys are like kind of turning into the Jets, and I don't mean that to take a shot at the like. It's just it's just turning into like the organization is just shitty. You know, Romo throws for all these fucking yards, and it looks like, and but they just can't get it done. There's always a mistake. RG three, man, that guy's got a cannon. That that guy's great, man. That guy's gonna be awesome. Him and Luck, man, that's a great. Those are great two guys in in that draft. Okay, now, and and let's be honest, the Giants, you know, having the Cowboys, having the Cowboys in the situation uh, that they're in now is great for the Giants, and it pretty much looks like the Cowboys are done, which is great. And the, and the Lakers suck. So this has been a good year for me so far. Lakers sucking, Cowboys sucking, and if the Miami Heat doesn't win the NBA championship, it'll be a good year because those are my three teams that I love to hate. The uh, the Heat, the Lakers, and, and the Cowboys. But moving on to the other football team in New York, the Jets. It's over, folks. Holy shit, is it over. Fumble after fumble. Rex Ryan, and I'm going to say this, and you know what? Yes, I am tooting my own horn. Last year... At a bar next to Gotham Comedy Club, I said Rex Ryan is a couple of years away. I said this last year in a bar. Rex Ryan is a couple of years away from leaving this team. This team is going to be done. I think Sanchez is going. I think it's going to be like the end of Goodfellas when fucking Carbone was frozen stiff in the back of that meat truck, man. You just got to start lacing people. That's it. Tebow to the Jags, get rid of that mistake, which was an absolute embarrassment and debacle that you even got him for a publicity stunt because the Giants won the Super Bowl, because I think that's exactly what happened. No reason to have Yeah, we're going to use him like 20 plays. We've got this unbelievable Wildcat. Oh, yeah, you mean that unbelievable Wildcat? That Sperano run with Miami that everybody knew and was predictable after four games? So now you just line this guy up. He snaps the ball. He runs up the middle for fucking no gain. It's a joke. It's, a, it's an absolute seven plays. It's a fucking joke. Jim Florence is fucking joke, fucking unreal, fucking cut the guy loose, it's over. Um, yeah, I just, it's it's ridiculous, Sanchez is digressing, it's over, it's over, the Jets stink, and that was an embarrassment, you couldn't even watch an AFC East rivalry be competitive as the nightcap for the football game on, on Thanksgiving which everybody was full, rested, probably in front of the TV, waiting for a great game. 
for the Jets to host, the Jets to get to whatever, five and something, and now instead they're they're whatever, four and four and seven. Um, so they're done, and that was an embarrassment. So luckily I was driving from New Hampshire to see that, but that's just over. And Rex Ryan going, yeah, I think this, and I think that. It's, you, you know, you know that they're like, they're going... Like, you think those guys, after the press conference, they have to, like, call each other and go, oh, fuck, we're fucked. Like, they have to. Like, remember in Casino, when Pesci, I don't know why I keep going back to these mob movie references, but remember in Casino when Pesci was sitting on the on the steps after he kind of knew that people were going to find out that he was uh, banging um, Sharon Stone, De Niro's wife? Remember he's sitting there and he's got his hands over his brown and he's going, oh, shit, Frankie, I fucked up good. I fuck you think like Rex Ryan calls Sanchez and does that? He's like, oh, we fucked up, or or vice versa. It's got to be. It's it, it's just heads got to roll. The Jets were an embarrassment, an absolute embarrassment on Thanksgiving. Oh my God, you can't have that. You can't have that. I mean, the Detroit Lions who stink every year for Christ's sake play good on Thanksgiving. You're at home hosting the Pats to save your season. It was thirty-five to nothing and fucking. Before you got up for a glass of milk. It was a joke. But I'm a Giants fan. So, you know, and Giants got a big game on Sunday because the Giants secondary is shady. It really is. They better come out. Like, this is a big game. We lose this one. Then it's then you're talking about not killing the Cowboys yet. I mean, I think the Cowboys just aren't good enough to do anything. But, you know, it's not good. So, uh, I would love to see the Giants beat the Packers. But the Packers are going to come in with a vengeance from the playoffs last year. Aaron Rodgers could pick apart the secondary. It's going to be tough. I think it might be a tough day for the, for the Giants. I'll be very pleasantly surprised. And to be honest with you, slightly shocked if the Giants win this game. I will actually say that. I really believe that. So it's going to be a tough one. But uh, make it competitive. Jesus. All right, guys. Now let's get into some plugs. Um, if you would like to, uh, if you are in the New York area, I am not traveling. I am not going out of state unless it's Jersey or Connecticut, but I'm not leaving the Tri-State area. I'm not flying anywhere. I will be local. So here's what I got coming up if you want to see me perform. Um, I am working on some new stuff, and, and uh, you know, so come out and uh, have a good time and, 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 and watch some comedy if you are in the New York area on, let's see what dates here I can plug. Um, well, on Tuesday, November 27th, I will be at Stand Up New York. On the 10 o'clock show. That's always a great crowd. Always a good time if you're in the city then. Um, December 1st, I will be at The Stand in New York City. December 11th, this is one that you guys should really mark down because this is a really good, uh, really, really good, um, just good cause for the Sandy Relief Fund. We're going we're gonna to do something um, at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick, New Jersey, raising money for all the victims of Hurricane Sandy uh, down in the Jersey area. They're going to be donating clothes and shit and doing a bunch of stuff. So that's December 11th. December 15th, I will be at Mohegan Sun. And uh, December 18th, I will be on the last Comedy Juice show of the year at Gotham Comedy Club in New York City. Um, All going to be great shows. So if you're in those areas, um, come out, have a good time, say what's up. And those are the plugs that I have for right now. 
Um, I'm sorry, again, I know I've been slacking with the movies on you guys on the podcast, and it's just because I truly have not had time. Um, I did the flight review. I will also, you know, I will definitely, the next one I see, hopefully I can actually go tomorrow. I'm going to try to, but um, you know when I see a movie, I'll definitely talk about it on here. And please, if you have any recommendations, leave it. Um, leave it on the Butterfly, um, butterflyradio.com. Download the free app, okay? Download the free app from your iPhone. Butterfly Radio, and you can uh, click on the Verzi effect there and talk directly to me for five minutes on your iPhone, and as long as you're not a dick, I will approve it and I will get back to you. Okay, so so please do that, and if you want to start your own podcast, it's a great place to do it there. You could get your own channel if you register on ButterflyRadio.com, put your own pictures up and talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about. Okay, that's the sponsor of the show, and um, you know it makes a lot of sense. Speaking of that, I'm going to get my iPhone fixed and taken care of so I can get back to you guys, um, but please download the app, and, and let me know when you do download the app, okay, because um, here's, here's what I'm going to do for you, okay? If you tell me, if you are in the area, if you are in the local area, this is this is a no-brainer, guys. If you don't do this, you deserve... No, that's too horrible to say, especially when I'm closing out the show. Just kind of pain, you know, like the pain I got in my calf. This is what I'm going to do for you people. Okay, if you are in the tri-state area and you, and you are coming to one of my shows, okay, if you tell, if you download the app for free, I will get you into my show for free. That's it. So you literally have to go on your iPhone now, download Butterfly Radio app. Just download that on your iPhone. Get in touch with me and say, Paul, I want to see you in Jersey. I downloaded the I downloaded the Butterfly Radio app. Boom. I will get you on Accomplice and I will get you in the show. Okay? So I will save you whatever, $10, $15, just for well, maybe $20. Sometimes shows are more. So if, if, if wherever, if you want to come and see me at Stand Up New York, The Stand, you want to come and see me at Gotham Comedy Club, you want to come and see me at Levity, wherever I'm at, all you have to do is let me know that you download the free app, Butterfly Radio. That's all you got to do. And then, But you better prove it to me, <laughs> shit. Like, I'm going to go there and you'd be like, yeah, like... You can't just say, hey, yeah, I did that. I downloaded it. It's over. I downloaded it. And then, like, you're getting into all these free comedy shows and you don't have it. You got to do that. And you get it in for free. That's just... You could go to your phone right now, and if you just download it right now on your phone as I'm talking to you, you just got a free comedy show when I'm in your area or if you're in my area and you want to see me locally. Okay? That's the show, everybody. Thank you. That's episode uh, number 87 of the Verzi Effect podcast show. And I will be having a special guest comedian on the show making their first ever Verzi Effect appearance. I don't know if it's going to be next week or the week after, but we are working on it. We talked about it yesterday. Um, this individual wants to do it and wants to be a part of it. Now it's just a matter of scheduling, and uh, I think it's somebody that you'd be excited about. So I'm working on that, so stay tuned. Please tell your friends to keep listening to the show. Thank you so much, and um, I will talk to you guys next week on episode number 88. Thanks, everybody.